welcome now fuck it sam you do the intro i don't fucking care god damn it fuck well it. i so i have fuck it. welcome to intentional sounding and you've kind of you've you've uh preempted my bit i was gonna like i've got this nice i got a little fuji apple here and a glass of water and i was i was hoping that uh you would just talk for a while and i could just have have my little snack i don't want to talk you, you <laughs> i want to i want to i want to go out in the backyard i want to take a shovel and just dig a nice big old hole and crawl into it and die okay uh so if you lived under a rock for the past week or so uh, a lot of stuff happened in free agency uh levion bell signed with the jets which makes me sad um, I mean, get your money. Good. You, you made the right decision, Le'Veon Bell. The, the Steelers weren't paying you. Even though you landed on the Jets, it was still the right decision. Uh, there was some other stuff that, that happened. Uh, the Landon Collins trade, which I assume is the, is the thing that... There wasn't a trade. Or the, I'm sorry, the release. Walk, you know, yeah. the guy is just like, hey, I'm a good safety. Maybe I'm not the best safety, but, you know, I'm worth keeping around, especially if you're going to try and think about rebuilding. Nah, this. Let's just let him walk. Cause fuck it. We do this bit a lot where we just we bury the lead and whatever. But this episode is going to be about how fucked up the Giants are and how fucked we're the new Browns. They have. I mean, so here's here's the thing, right? the the big The big news is the Odell Beckham trade, right? Is that Odell Beckham Jr. is now on the Browns and like. That's big, right? And that's big. I think that is, like, obviously very big for the Browns, but it's, it is indicative of the Giants trying to rebuild, right? Uh, trying to rebuild and, and get new young players with draft picks. The problem with that is that there is a thing that happened. So they got, when they let uh, Landon Collins walk, they got a third round compensatory pick for it. They immediately lost that third round compensatory pick in another trade to the Eagles uh, with the, I think that happened oddly uh, with some stuff, uh, with Nick, with the whole Nick Foles to the Jaguars thing. Uh, but what the Giants have essentially done in free agency is they have taken a big, long drive, like, around, like, the interstate, uh, trying to, like, find... They've done that thing where you, like, wait for a good exit, wait for a good exit, wait for a good exit that has, you know, the Sabaro and... And the Kentucky Fried Chicken because you're sick of McDonald's and Burger King. Um, so they keep getting off at other off-ramps and then they've burned all their... This metaphor sucks. What the Giants have... Just like the Giants. The, the, yeah, yeah. The Giants have Fuck. failed at everything Fuck. that they have tried Fuck. to do. Yep. And so so here's here's the first question, right? Here's the first question. And, and it's an honest question. It's not like a... But who is being blamed? Is it like it, it's got it's it's Gettleman, right? It's, it's the GM. Gettleman. Yeah, everyone's. It's David Gettleman. Okay, he he is a fucking. Hell. I feel stupid for ever defending him right now uh-huh. because I when he came on and 
he like there was the big thing where like i think we can win now i thought that yeah. was you know just just fluff just like why can't this team put up a few wins like it's probably not a big deal like we can win now no apparently right. that was his actual attitude and drafting saquon barkley which again i defended and mm-hmm. It's just like, hey, let's pick up this guy. It It's now apparent that he wasn't doing it as part of a rebuild. He was doing it because he seemed to think that that was all the offense needed to win. Right. Which was not true at all. No, not even a little bit. So that move has been proven false. and It, it, it became clear like week six or something like that that they had figured out that, oh, actually this team is bad and it needs to get blown up. So what do, what do we do? Well, mm-hmm. we we can't trade our blue chip player, who's one of the best receivers in the NFL, one of the biggest fan attractions, and we're yeah. going to outright say we didn't pay him so that we can trade him. Because, right. you know, we paid him. We made him the highest paid wide receiver in the league. We paid him. That's usually an indication you're going to keep the fucking guy. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, and they were saying, like, all the news up until – it happened. All the news was that, like, they had been going on the record saying, like, we're not going to trade him. Our asking price is going to be exorbitant if you want. We didn't pay We didn't pay him to trade him. Yeah. Which, you know, that makes a lot of fucking sense. Because you don't pay a guy to be the highest paid receiver in the league to ship him off. You pay him because you want him to be a centerpiece. What did, what did the you, Giants you even end up getting? around him. All right, they got the Browns' first round pick, which uh-huh. is number seventeen. Uh, they okay. got, I think, the 59th pick, uh, their second round pick, and they got safety Jabril Peppers. Okay. So, for a top three wide receiver, they got a bottom half of the first round draft pick, a second round pick, and a decent safety. Mm-hmm. 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 And then, well, I, and th- I guess we made out better than the Steelers did. Yeah, I guess, I guess. But then at the at the same time, what you did, I don't know. You, you it's it's the I I finally remembered what happened. Y'all now have Golden Tate to to fill Odell Beckham's shoes, uh, and you gave up. That is how you lost the third round compensatory pick. So like, I yeah, you you've definitely you're not the Steelers, right? You're not the Steelers. Which is good, but... That's that's it. And, like, out of all this, it's like, all right, we have to do a full rebuild here. All right, if you're going to commit to the rebuild, why is Eli still there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, that's my thing. Pay, why you're not gonna, he should be the one what, that's leaving. No, like, if, if you're... Okay, so the Olivier Vernon trade with the Browns for uh, Zeitler, mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. that was a good trade because it got bigger contract off of us and got a player on a position of severe need Mm -hmm. i was happy with that trade landon collins i was like i'd much prefer to keep him but like it is kind of obscene and the contract he got was definitely overpay from the skins for a box safety who can't cover i was like all right i would have preferred to keep him because he's cool but that was maybe a little too much i'm okay and then the one player that should have been untradeable except for an exorbitant amount yeah. of picks. Yes. Like Khalil Mack level trade here. Right. Right. right that right. is, that is absolute. Nope. Nope. We're going to, we're just going to give him to the Browns and we're going to keep the biggest contract on the team because why? 
the Browns. Why is Eli still there? Well, the Bra- the Browns also like. Uh, don't forget that the Browns are. I mean, they're they're still. I think a couple pieces away. But like the one thing that the Browns really didn't have, like the Browns needed a blue chip wide receiver. Right, the the Browns already had a great running back, a quarterback who is who is passable, right? Who who like had a good season is that quarterback isn't the problem, uh, a a pretty damn good defense, and like had a good wide receiver. I mean, Jarvis Landry. Yeah, maybe he's not like completely blue trip, but he's he's pretty damn good. That's that's true. That's true. But I, I I'm saying if there was if there's like a an area of need for that team right if there is one thing they they that having more of would help like having another another huge target in a wide out like having Jarvis Landry be the number two receiver on that team makes the Browns a fuck ton scarier right you'd think that not that I mean both you'd think that the Giants would be the people at that like negotiating table who were like okay not only is this the best player on our team right this player is a very good fit for you right you you should be coming to us with a bid that is exorbitant and more exorbitant than most other teams at this point because you are obviously looking like you're thinking you can win now or at least get close to it like I, they, you know what I mean? Definitely taken more out of the Browns for this. We could have right. gotten at least another pick in the mix. It's like Beckham also clearly wanted, like Cleveland wanted Beckham badly. Yes, uh, I'm sure Beckham. I think there was rumors he wanted to play in Cleveland because he'd be with his buddy Jarvis uh-huh. and and being on Baker. Like Beckham is honestly in a great position now. I'm really happy for him. Right. He yeah. went to a place where he's going to get to light it up. All the time. He's going to be happy. It's going to be great. The Browns finally look legitimately good. Mm-hmm. They haven't made the playoffs yet. They might still blow it. Yep. They could still blow it. Yep. They're still the Browns. They're still the Browns. But this is, this is going to be a much better place for him to probably be than a rebuilding garbage dump for the next two years. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's that's so that's the other thing. We could have is... ripped more from the Browns for him. Mm-hmm. Because we right. had the leverage there. That's that's the thing. Is like you. I don't understand. You got um like a mid like a first round mid round pick, right? And and like a good safety. Is that? Am I forgetting something? Like the second round pick. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. So uh, good, but those are all unknown quantities, right? Like I hey, don't. Hey, hey, take it easy. One of those might turn into an Odell Beckham like player. <laughs> Take the mystery box. It could be anything. It could even be a boat. Like what the what the fuck, dude? Are we I mean, do you think okay, okay. So here here's the real question. Here is the real question. Do you think and this is I think the only way this makes sense. And now that I am thinking about it, it it makes more like it's still frustrating, but it it makes more sense. Having two picks where they do in the draft 
do you think they're – I mean, they've got to be looking quarterback, right? They're The reason they're not getting rid of Eli now is because they like next year's quarterback draft class. I guess. I mean, that's – I have no fucking idea what they're doing anymore. That, I thought – I was giving Gettleman the benefit of the doubt thinking he had some sort of plan. He doesn't. He doesn't have a fucking plan. Yeah. He doesn't yeah. have any idea what the fuck he's doing. Mm-hmm. I, I now understand why Panthers fans were so upset when he let star players walk on that team. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I, I'm understanding their pain now. Mm-hmm. He's stupid. He's like committed to a run first offense, which, you know, Barkley is already carrying too much. Yeah. So he's going to run into a wall because we don't have a superstar in the back to stretch the field. And then we're, oh my god, I don't know what we're going to do. This is going to be the saddest farewell season for a player for Eli. Like it had I'm like, I'm trying Yeah, I'm trying to think of other well, Brett Brett Favre had a pretty sad one. Although it's sad in that it makes me happy because, you know, the last uh, Northwestern's own um was it Sherrick McManus who did it? I can't remember. Uh some a Northwestern graduate knocked Brett Favre out of the game um, and ended Brett Favre's career. So, like, that, I mean, I don't know. Like, Brett Favre's... That's a weird thing to be proud of. Yeah! I went to the same school as the guy who delivered the final hit on an old man. Yes, yes, yes. But it was a bad old man. It was a. It was an old man who, who, who texted his dangus to, to ladies. Without asking first. To be fair, he probably doesn't remember doing that. That's, yep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, true. True, true. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like, this is, I mean, I feel bad calling it now, right? We can't tell the future, but it's gonna be, like, it's gonna be bad, right? Like, it's gonna be Eli and Saquon, I'm now and seeing that's a lot of it. rumors that the Giants won't go quarterback this draft, which I thought Eli, if... If they were keeping him, they were keeping him on as mentor. Uh-huh. They were going to do the thing where they they would just have him start the season, get the rookie some bench reps, get them some film study, and then maybe by the end of the season, he'd be starting some games. But now now it seems like they might just take like defense because we don't have a fucking defense anymore. That's... I don't know what... And then Eli's just going to sit there... And this guy who who's gotten so much hate and mockery throughout his entire career mm-hmm. is probably going to have his last season as a giant on like a two and fourteen team throwing pick after pick. Right. It's going to be ugly. It's going to be sad. It's not going to be the farewell he deserves. It. Ugh. Fuck. Yeah. It it kind of really sucks. I so that was my thing. Is I I thought that this was all. I thought that they weren't going to go quarterback this draft. I that that was kind of like not that I had done any reading on it, but like given the way that they're talking about Eli and given the the moves that they had made, I th- I think this is a bad decision. Um, but yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I I hate it. I it makes me feel bad in a whole lot of ways. Um, no matter, I don't know, man. Like, unless you're an Eagles, un- un- unless you're another uh, NFC East fan, right? You got, you got to feel bad. 
you gotta feel bad because because it's eli and his smile can light up the room and i don't want to take that away from him or anybody the world will miss eli yeah the, the league will miss eli whether mm-hmm. you all loved him or hated him mm-hmm. he was he was a fun presence to exist in the league yep yep Fuck. And this is, I mean, it's gotta be the, it's gotta be the last one, right? Like, it, what, what's irritating about this is this is the kind of move that pisses off an entire fan base. Yep. Yeah. And makes you walk very, very thin ice and puts you in a big, unlikable hole, mm-hmm. which is very likely to, going to contribute to his firing, meaning we just started a whole massive rebuild that he probably won't be able to see through because literally no one likes David Gettleman right now. Right. No one, no one, no one's happy with him. Everyone thinks he's a fucking moron. Everyone thinks he's doing the wrong decision. Everyone is laughing their ass off at the giants as they should be. Right. And like the last time the team did something controversial, which was benching Eli, they handled it in the worst way possible. And the giants severely oversteered, Mm-hmm. to fix it yeah and right and the coach and the gm mcadoo and reese got fired pretty much the next week just because of how unpopular they were and that move was arguably kind of the right move they handled it incredibly poorly but moving on from eli was was the right decision and that was a time to do it too right that, that was a time to do it time to do it that was a much better time to do it that was a better decision they it, they just handled it poorly and then oversteered this is oh my god like ugh, everyone's mad it sucks i mean do you think the giants have like a good like because it's new york right they have a, a big devoted fan base they they're like have you seen things about like season tickets going down? No one's gonna show up for games, right? No one's gonna fucking. I mean, I guess, I guess I mean, people show the, up for Eli and Saquon and Eli's swan song. I think the tickets would be fine because they're they're one of those teams that have season ticket um, lines that are like twenty years wait, just because of what who they are as a franchise and where they're located. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I, there were a lot of the games were empty. Like they they haven't had crowds the past several years. They, because who wants to go and watch this team flub its way around? Well, I yeah, but I like, don't. Yeah, but at the same time, you you have these these players that are media draws in in you know Saquon Barkley and Eli Manning and in Odell Beckham. Um, and now like, and now that it's just so clear that they're. They're all, whether or not they're on the team anymore or not, they're all being so severely mismanaged. It's got to take the shine off the apple a little bit. Like, one of the reasons why I didn't want Landon Collins to leave was because of how important he was to the locker room. Yeah, was, yeah! He was a leader in the locker room. He he was a guy all of his teammates loved. Same with Beckham. Mm-hmm. And new guy basically just shipped him out the door. Why would you want to be on this team? Why would you want to be there? Like, this is, you, you're coming to this place. You're not going to win anytime soon. What? It, ugh. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I say we we uh, sign Bort and just burn it to the ground. Damn. Damn. Oh, so so that's, I mean, we'll probably run back to the 
we'll come back to the Giants at some point. But, like, I want to sidebar a little bit. Um, why do people not like the, why do people not like the Nick Foles to, why do people think that that was stupid of the Jaguars to do? Well, it was a lot of money and Foles hasn't proven. What? Uh, yeah. So, so, so the, the funny thing about that thing that you just said about Nick Foles not proving himself is, uh, uh do we just forget? Did we all he just, hasn't pr- you didn't let me finish. <laughs> oh, okay. Sorry, buddy. He hasn't proven himself on a team that wasn't the Eagles full of talent. Okay, okay. His his success so far has come on a loaded Eagles team that was probably Super Bowl bound without him starting with Carson Wentz under center. And then he helped them make the playoffs last year when they were still basically the same team. The Eagles are a very good team with a very good roster and he is in a very good position in Philadelphia. And his other success under Chip Kelly was also when he was still, that was the first year of Chip Kelly, when the team still had all that Andy Reid custom talent on that team. Mm-hmm. Outside that, he has been nothing of value. I th- I think this is a, a good move for the Jaguars, and I hope he does well. And I think, uh, well, he doesn't have a weapon, there's no one to throw to in Jackson. Yeah, yeah, true. And I, I, I don't think their O line's very good, but like I like Nick Foles. I wish him well. I, I just saw so. But I, I much. think there's a fair reason to question. He hasn't played like the full season. His only success has come with a very good Eagles team that was built around him. That he he was simply fit in very well with a coach that knew how to like use him. So. I, I can understand why there's questions here. I get so okay. I get that to a to a point, but how is this? This is I I, I or is there's like anti Foles bias, and it's been going on for forever for his whole career. I don't know. I don't think it's a fair a very fair criticism of Nick Foles to say that he's not proven because he won on the Eagles who were stacked, right? Because every, every Super Bowl team is stacked. Every playoff team is going to be stacked. I don't, I don't see the reason. I see the reason to question the move. Uh, I see the reason to be skeptical and to, to like, be like, oh, you know, what's going to happen? Is he going to be as good as he was on the Eagles? It was also a lot of money. Like right. they paid him a pretty hefty contract, but, but for it's quarterbacks, for man, a questionable career up to this point. I it's, so I, I can't. I think if he has success in Jacksonville this year, and he looks like the Foles that we all kind of want him to look like, mm-hmm. then all that will go away. Mm-hmm. But right now, I think there's plenty of reasons to wonder how much of it was him and how much of it was the situation. I can't, like, I can't, I, I just can't get with that because people overpay for quarterbacks all the time. People, people don't really bat eyelashes at, uh, at like when Kirk Cousins gets a big contract or, or, you know. Lots of people batted an eye at that. I, Are you I, kidding? Well, I guess, but like, I just saw so fucking, there was like a Deadspin piece about like how Nick Foles was Blake Bortles. And I'm like, no, you can't, you can't make that argument. I mean, you can't, you can't. Nick Foles, like, had a historic Nick Foles is definitely better than Blake Bortles. Like, I can't... 
Like, maybe the stats are similar, but, like, Nick Foles was a better quarterback than Blake Bortles. Yeah, I just, I can't, I, I don't know. There, there was a ton, and it seems to have simmered down, um, probably because we're all paying attention to other bigger stories. But I... Like my team throwing itself in the dumpster. Yeah, yeah, exactly like your team throwing itself in the dumpster. That's specifically the story that I was talking about. Um, but, yeah, I just, I don't know, I... Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes on that. Nick Foles is a good quarterback. Pay him. Kirk Cousins on the other hand. I'm glad he got paid. I wish him well. Mm -hmm. I hope Bort goes somewhere cool and does cool Bort stuff. Mm -hmm. I like Bort. I don't want Bort to go away. Yeah, me too. I I never thought Blake Bortles was a problem there. I hope he stays around for a long time just just being Bort. Yeah. Yeah. I I don't know, man. Do you think he was a problem on that team? Because... Shoot, man! I, I think don't. he was. I think he was. He was a lot like Eli in that he was a problem, but probably not the problem. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I buy that. I buy that a little. I buy. Well, I buy that to to a point because he was also like no one was talking about Bortles being the problem when he actually had uh, weapons to throw to. You know, and th- this is the question we always come back to of like who who makes a wide receiver a weapon or like how, how can you tell? So like whatever, but I don't know. I, I, I'm, I am a Blake Bortles stan. I, I think that he, I think that it was a little unfair. Okay. Um, okay. I, l- let's do a quick aside here. You're a Blake Bortles stan. Yes. I hate this fucking term. Why? Right? Has everyone just kind of forgotten that, being a stan is bad? Does anyone actually remember the fucking song? That's the song? The song? The guy, the guy <laughs> named Stan is a fucking psycho who was obsessed with Eminem, so he fucking murdered his girlfriend and, like, killed himself because he was so obsessed? Like, that's that, that was Stan. Why is being a stan a good thing? It's not. I'm wondering, yeah, well, because there's a... There's a a through line right because you can you can track that that's where it started but then when it started on twitter was uh with kobe and the in the infamous like one of the greatest things that has ever happened on twitter which was the like meet me in temecula to throw hands kobe's great i'm gonna fight you on christmas day in temecula come to temecula uh and that was like the thing and it was to refer to kobe's army of Folks who think he is better than he was. Kobe is not that. Whatever. Um, I don't want to get into my feelings on Kobe Bryant on this football podcast. But that then, I think, popularized the term and people started using it more generically. And in that, it lost its original negative context. Like so many internet terms do. I say... Stan, we should bring back negative standing. Oh, yeah. If you're well, a Stan, you're probably a weirdo. That's fair. Anyway, yeah, Blake Bortles. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I I, hope he has success. I, I, you know, and not just hope. I think he will have success. Uh, he is a, he is a good quarterback. I will, hey, I will, that is a hill I will, I will, uh, I will stand on but not die on. 
Uh, he's a good quarterback. You'll be, you'll stand there, and be like, "All right, this is my hill." Oh, yeah. they're coming up. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm out of here. Never mind. Get, 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 get me out of here. Yeah, yeah. <sighs> what else happened? I honestly, I saw that move, and that's like that's the it. only thing I've thought about for like two days. Mm-hmm. Well, of course. I mean, what, what else? What else is there? There. So, I mean. Yeah, I'm trying to think of the other moves. There was, as we said, Le'Veon Bell went to the Jets, which made me sad. I don't want him to fucking go to the Jets. I laughed at that. I'm like, ah, the Jets. They're... And then I remembered, I was just like, actually, that's a that's a cool spot. Like, that'll help yeah. Donald out. And then, oh, right, Adam Gase was hired. Lol. Yep, 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 yep. <sighs> yeah, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, like, look at other, other big moves and i can't mark ingram went somewhere else didn't he oh well no but he's gonna the saints picked up a running back or something i can't i, I think ingram or, no no, no. ingram did go somewhere that's right um oh and bridgewater's back that was another thing um who picked up bridgewater saints or the dolphins i know that the dolphins were trying to get him but he like originally said go back to the Saints, but I think it's not like official. Yet. He's I don't no, know. he's Last on the Saints. I was he, paying attention and not in a drunken stupor. This That's this what the news was the news broke today. Actually, uh, the the Saints got to Teddy Bridgewater first. Um, so uh he is not I mean, going that's to be a, a good place for i think that's the smart move on teddy's part is like breeze doesn't have much longer he could sit there and rehab and be the guy of the future on a team that's in yeah. a much better position to you know be successful when he's at back there yep yep i, I, I think am, that's a good move by bridgewater i am i am i am completely uh in in agreement with you on that i because i you know teddy bridgewater is another guy i always thought should be a starting quarterback, right? Like I, I don't know. I, I like him a lot. I like Teddy too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, Cole Beasley went to the Bills. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh man. wait, wait, wait. Speaking of the Bills, we gotta fucking talk about what the fuck. What happened? What happened? Why is it? What happened with Antonio Brown? What was that entire he didn't situation? Go to Buffalo. <laughs> the, it fucking it broke and everyone was like, "This is happening." And then like, "Oh, actually, wait." That was the funniest six hours. It was so probably good. in the past several months. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh man, that was that was so good because it was one of those things where like, I mean, that's great for Josh Allen. That's yeah. obviously probably good for the Bills. And Antonio Brown getting banished to the Great White North is hysterical. Yes. I love it. Yes. Like, everything about that trade made me very, very happy. And it wasn't true because mm-hmm. he's a bitch. Yep. Because he's, well, you don't want to play in Buffalo. They're not, they weren't going to be good even with him. Like, it, it, it made the Bills interesting and, like, an interesting, like, maybe they'll be good this year. They, they won't know. It wasn't going to no. happen. It was no reason happen. to give the Bills any mind until you know the Patriots are finally not the Patriots anymore. Because right. As long as the exactly. Patriots exist yeah, it's, in their no. current form, none of those other three teams matter. Nope. Nope. Not at all. Uh, let's talk about the Ravens. That's where Mark Ingram landed. They're looking oh scary. Oh, yeah, they got Earl Thomas too. Yeah. 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 They, and and suddenly, and suddenly they're really like they were scary last year, but like. Now that Lamar Jackson's gonna be like the guy, 
next year and he's got Mark Ingram to hand the ball off to. Uh, they're 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 looking scary. I don't know. I'm gonna watch the Ravens and and enjoy enjoy Lamar Jackson doing Lamar Jackson things. Yeah, the Ravens look like they might be a watchable team. Uh huh. Yeah. Yeah, that's exciting. It's probably going to be them and the Browns competing for the uh, division spot. Yeah. At yeah. least from this point on paper, that's what it looks like it should be. For the sure. The Bengals are a fucking joke. I the comic I was originally yeah. Oh my god. For Wednesday. And will probably go up on Friday, so probably around the same time you guys are all listening to this, mm-hmm. is about they gave Bobby Hart $21 million, which I can understand if you don't know who that is and why that's funny. Let me tell you who that is and why that's funny. Uh, Bobby Hart was a six-round pick by the New York Giants, and he was one of the integral pieces in the garbage offensive line that we've had for the past <laughs> several years. He was He was so good that Giants fans would frequently debate whether he or Eric Flowers was worse. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Bengals had him this past season and decided to give him $21 million. What the fuck are you doing, Bengals? Why? Why? Was that an, I Was that a need for them? I don't I, think I so, guess. really. I didn't really. I don't know. It didn't strike me as something that was urgent. Matter. The Bengals. The Bengals do not don't matter. matter. The Bengals don't matter. And hey, hey, that happened right when who who was it that really made the Bengals not matter? That they they hired one guy, and I can't. The name escapes me. And then the Bengals started not to matter, and then this other mm. team got pretty good. Huh. I'm just, I'm just like, I, I'm only seeing colors right now, just like a spectrum of colors. Uh huh. Uh huh. Oh just, man, just, I, just I, hues of colors. Hues of colors. I, I remember talking about this when, when Hugh Jackson was let go and then immediately picked up by the, the Bengals, and we were joking. Is he still that, on that coaching team? I think he is. I, I, I think he's still. Friendly- we should look him up. Look him up. Yeah, I, I got it. I got it. I'm on it. I'm on it. Where is he? Does I mean, Hugh Jackson I, I had have to a job? look up the Bengals' new coach because it was kind of like, oh, right, oh my Martin god, Lewis right. Step down, and it's it's like it's like 26 year old guy who briefly worked with Sean McVay. Right. Zach Brown, I want to say. I think it's Zach. Um. All right. Let me let me see here. Uh. Oh, yeah. On Friday, January 11th, 2019, Hugh Jackson was released by the Bengals. So still oh, yeah, okay. available. I now because I was waiting the entire time for them to just hire him. Uh-huh. Because that's that's where all the signs were pointing. I'm like, ah, the Bengals are going to do it. They're going to yep. hire Hugh. And then they didn't. I was like, oh, that's not. That's fun. not as fun. That That's not as good for us content or us football content creators. Throw us a bone. That, does he have a job? No, not yet. At least not Good. according to Wikipedia. Maybe, maybe the maybe Eagles the Giants will pick him up maybe something. the Giants will hire. Him. <laughs> Honestly, new go GM, for it. new GM. Who They'll let Dave Gettleman walk. Let Dave Burn Gettleman it to walk. The ground. Burn it all to the ground. Hugh Jackson. Hashtag Hugh for the Giants. Hashtag Hugh for Giants. Jackson Trade for Saquon Giants. Barkley to a team that deserves him. Yeah, oh yeah. Burn all this shit down. Just just let it just just let it wash over me. Mm-hmm. 
Fuck it. You're, we're we're beyond the we're beyond the KC Green. Uh, this is fine. Fire dog. At this point, it is not fine. And also, it's the house is fine. on fire. I, I don't, don't care anymore. We're we're not gonna be good. It's not gonna be fun. We're gonna be trash. I'm just just embrace the suck and just fucking fall on your face so that everything breaks. I'm That's the I'm, only way it's I'm gonna now, happen now. I'm very very excited for somehow the Giants to be good. Somehow, like Golden Tate has an amazing career res- resurgence, and like I I am very excited to do the podcast when like the Giants start the season like three and zero and are looking like convincing. And just to hear and then how they finish three you and thirteen, yeah, 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 yeah. That, well, because that's that's how it's going to happen, right? I mean, that's that's how it always goes. Is like, oh, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna put together this this like this series of opinions that that are like, okay, so I thought they were going to be bad, but actually, like Golden Tate is is looking fast and he's healthy and good, and Saquon Barkley is actually performing and doing everything that we asked of him uh actually dave gettleman's decisions and and actually the draft picks that that he made uh, the the team is a pretty good all-around team and then and then by the fourth game of the year because it's always the fourth game of the year i can't do it i don't i'm too much of a pessimist and this has somehow broken me it's Uh like that onion Uh article where it's like person without hope loses little piece of hope he didn't know he still had (laughs) Oh no, they wrote it about you. Oh. Well, the Falcons got rid of Tevin Coleman and that made me sad. Where They're just like I don't fuck. I think he's on the Raiders. Um I can't remember. Can maybe we can let's actually talk about the Raiders cuz they got AB. Yeah. And we laughed at the Raiders a lot for their mistakes, but I don't know. Maybe they did actually have a plan. Uh, because they did, they, they look less stupid now. Yeah, but I, I mean, mean, still stupid, and I still don't think it's gonna work out. But they at least amassed like a whole bunch of first round picks and stuff yeah. for the stars they jettisoned. That's and true. Got a first for Amari Cooper. They got the first from Mac. Like they they, they burnt it to the ground the right way. Yeah, I want to say. Yeah, yeah. I don't have faith in them to build it back up because I don't know. I was looking into John Gruden's like career on like Tampa Bay recently. Yeah. Has he like, ever been way, a team builder? The way he like let the defense just fall apart. He does not value defense. It's very okay. clear that he does not value defense. Yeah. Fair. And the offense got like slightly better and then just worse. Like I have no faith that John Gruden is going to turn that team around to anything mm-hmm. other than mediocre at best. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. But at least it looks like they're trying to do something meaningful. Yeah. They'll just fuck up the execution. I guess. fucking up the blowing up. My my thing is just, like, I don't... I don't see... Like, they did a good job in getting Antonio Brown there. That is going to help them a lot. And they had a, a couple other, like, decent pickups for for players that got released for like salary cap reasons but like i don't i mean none of this to me strikes me as like oh yes there is a plan more than oh here are some players that are available and that we want to target because they're good 
and I think there's a there's a pretty like significant difference there from at least a GM perspective. I I don't really I I don't ascribe there being an overarching plan to to the signing of Antonio Brown and two released defenders, you know. I don't they haven't earned any they haven't earned back any trust yet. You know, I'll have to see them play. That's true. And knowing uh John Gruden's history with um personality driven wide receivers. Yeah. Keyshawn Johnson. Uh him and A B working together. That's gonna be magical. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm excited to see that blow up so that I can have something to laugh about as I cry myself to death in the tub. Sure. Sure. Yeah. As long as someone else is dying with me. Yep. Well, you know, you'll have you'll have company with all the other Giants fan fans and Raiders fans and you know Bills fans. Uh, by the way, Tevin Coleman going to the Forty Niners, um, not the Raiders. Oh, okay. Yeah, oh, that's a thing. Yeah, he's Forty Niners also got D Ford, I think. They, yeah, well, so the interesting thing about Tevin Coleman going to the 49ers is because of Kyle Shanahan, right? It, it was yeah. Kyle Shanahan's offense that made the Falcons good that one time. And then fucking uh, Steve fucking Sarkeesian, who had no business being anywhere near any coaching job ever. And... Uh, and then, yeah, and, and, and you know, how how soon we forget that it was three years ago that they played in the fucking Super Bowl. Wow. Yeah. It's weird to think. Yeah, you remember that? Remember when Super Bowls were fun, Sam? I mean, the Eagles one was fun because the Patriots lost, but it wasn't fun for you, right? Like, I... No, that game was fun because, you know, it had things happen in it. That's true, actually. Yeah, that it is true. It was a competitive game. That featured many interesting plays and lots of amazing turnarounds. Mm-hmm. Things mm-hmm. happened in that football game. That's yeah, yeah. I it's the Patriots' fault. It's the Patriots' fault. It's always the Patriots. It's always the Patriots' fault. Ugh. Like, get 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 out of here. Get out of here, the Patriots, please. I would rather you not be here. This is how we end every podcast, is like us being like, I don't want the Patriots to be here. I don't even care now. I have nothing to live for. Just burn it all down. Burn it all down, Sam. I don't, I, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. It's very bad uh, it's all you know that very that bad. video i took of myself drinking whiskey and then saying fuck yep oh it's uh, yeah I it's... was i was kind of amazed at how many people recognized what whiskey i was drinking from a half second of it being on screen in a fuzzy twitter video damn i didn't i didn't see that in the replies fuck dude really on every single platform I posted it on, and I posted it on every platforms because Matt motherfucking shit was funny. Uh huh. I everyone was just like, "Oh, drinking that Woodford Reserve." Oh man. Like, oh, I am. 
Honestly, that shit's just been sitting on my shelf since my in-laws were in and they bought like fancy whiskey. I don't even I I don't drink whiskey. I don't know what the fuck it is. If it's good, then okay, I got it on my shelf and I have a little bit more. I'm looking at I I'm looking through uh free agency tweets and uh there's one it makes me laugh very hard. Very very hard. Uh about how it's Aaron Rodgers and Kirk Cousins as Jon Snow and Daenerys in Game of Thrones. And then the uh, and then the dragons are Akeem Hicks and Khalil Mack. I don't think the Bears social media director has seen Game of Thrones. Because the, 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 the dragons are, in fact, subservient to Daenerys. They are, oh, yeah. they are they are they are they she they is are their Daenerys's mom pets they're they are they are her daughters or sons it's uh it's very very wrong it's not good they're they also they're all friends they're all friends aaron Rodgers and yeah. kirk cousins like probably not friends in real life very bitter rivals don't put don't put john snow and you're you did a bad job chicago bears the bears Twitter seems like it that that tweet seems like someone who's just like oh what's part of the zeitgeist oh the game of thrones trailer got released let's make a thing Woo! let's do it you know whose job i do not envy this week who's the, the giants, giants Twitter oh god person. Who's yeah, ever running me, the giant oh man, social me, media accounts? They have to hate themselves right now. I'm I'm gonna look. I at saw them the be like, giants. "Hey, welcome oh, to man. the Giants, Jabril Peppers." Yeah, I just every single tweet underneath is just like, "Y'all fucking stupid." Uh huh. Uh huh. Okay, so it looks like the the replies have calmed down a little bit. Not every tweet is getting ratioed. Um. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So that's that's fine. They're they're talking like uh, Antoine Bethea is is there, and you know J- Jabril Peppers. And These most are all of... things I'd be excited for if they didn't have to come at the expense of our best player. Yeah, yeah. I think. Oh, so so the one that I think is this is this is kind of funny actually, and this might be this might be the social media manager trying to like get back a little bit of clout. There is a list of. All of the draft picks that the Giants have in 2019, uh, the 6th, the 17th, the 37th, the 95th, and then got a whole bunch of fifth rounders. It, the, like, the Giants are going to be picking, like, every other pick in the draft. Um, so, like, we'll see. I mean, that's where you're going to pin your hope if you're a Giants fan. Um, that's the but- only place left to pin hope. Yeah, oh, yeah, for sure. And that's always a good thing is to is to pin your hopes on the draft um i i i i like what this as as a person who does social media management this is a very safe thing to do they are posting videos of the players giving a shout out to fans like you can't that you know inoffensive good content you are going to get people smashing that like button so you know, I think that I think that the social media managers is is having an OK time, if only because if only because at a big organization like that, 
you're doing more posting than you're doing community management. They're not going to want. That's true. They're, they're not, not going to want you waiting Twitter. in. They're just occasionally exactly. posting something and getting the fuck out. Right. It's like, right. It's just like dropping in, just like here's the mail. I'm out. Uh huh. Yep. Yep. Exactly. And and like if you are doing community management, it's like doing a contest or responding to someone who's like, I love the New York Giants. Hey, Check, my retweet baby was this. just born, and it's gonna be the newest Giants fan. Here, here's a picture of it in a Giants jersey. Yeah, I want likes. Give me validation for having a child. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate my life. Oh, it's gonna be fine. Maybe. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. Maybe. I've seen some really bad rationalizations about this trade. You can't rationalize it. That's that's then you're in the then you're in the southern place, right? You can't people who are like, oh, but he was a diva, and our record with him wasn't very good. What the fuck? What the fuck are you on? Want to fucking scream? Just like yes, of course, our record wasn't very good. We weren't a good team. He's not the whole team, and I can think of multiple occasions where he single handedly won games. Yeah. Yes, I we don't. We're better with him. <laughs> don't try to pretend that we're not. We're going to be better without him, and we're better in the long run without him because he was never nearly the fucking cancer that so many people seem to think he was. Because he yeah. was emotional on the field, like he had his outbursts on the field, but off the field, he was by no accounts was he ever a bad person or a selfish person. He would stand out in line after every game, before every game, and sign things for fans when he didn't have to. Everyone's kind of sharing their Odell stories. Like, the, one of the Giants beat, beat reporters, uh, Kim Jones, she apparently had, like, a heart surgery issue or something like that, like a like an aortic problem. Mm-hmm. And she almost died. She was in the hospital. And apparently, oh. like, when she was recovering, Beckham, like, was one of the first people to text her, like, I'm glad I still get to see you on the sidelines this, this year. Oh, that's and great. Talk to you. Like, the dude was not nearly the piece of shit that so many fuckers like Mike Francesca seem to think he is. It's and just it's, so easy, it's right? Fucking, it's just so easy when you uh, see him kick a fucking, like, uh, 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 kicking target or whatever the hell it was. Like, and, and you see him be outspoken and be frustrated in a way that doesn't wow. actually hurt the, the anybody. The competitive guy is frustrated that things aren't going well. What a fucking shock! That doesn't was make never him a bad person. I can't. That is something that I will never get about the NFL and also like most sports leagues, right? Like you can't. There's this whole thing about being a diva, like which is which is rolled up in like somehow being like soft, like you can't take a loss well or you can't take criticism and that's not like it's never people it is. it's just some people just wear their emotions a little bit more openly than yeah other and, yeah not and everyone's but gonna also, sit there and stew some people are gonna lash out a little bit but there, so he kicked the kicking net big fucking deal he didn't punch his teammate like steve smith did right right there's another there's another fucking aspect to this which is some of it is like acceptable and some of it isn't like i'm gonna bring it back to kobe because kobe is like the most frustrated was like the quintessential locker room diva right like frustrated frustrated games like frustrated his teammates would actively call out his teammates 
all the time and no one cared and no one cared. And like, I don't know why that is. I like if it's something like his brand or the relationship that he had with the sports media, which I think is actually it. Right. Like, or, or the relationship he had with his local, like the, the fans, whether it's a fan base thing, there's a weird standard that gets applied to diva ship in sports that is completely inconsistent and completely like worthless and not real at all it doesn't affect anything you don't need to be friends with the people you play football with it's a job like what the fuck man i'm sorry about your everyone that, everyone that is happy that odell is gone because he was a diva i want to slap really they're, I, they're, I want to dig a the giant hole divas. in my backyard and then slap those people into it and then put myself on top as the cork and then bury myself so that i can die too yep okay yeah sounds yeah i would i would i would be down with that except for the part where you die but like you know i i understand the impulse i i hate like that is that is probably one of my biggest pet peeves in sports right is the is the whole diva ship thing because it's never real it never affects anything and it's and it's used as like is this thing to justify personnel moves that don't make sense because like oh they're not a team player yeah well how do you measure that right like how do you measure that is it that they oh didn't uh, when you yeah. threw them under the bus they didn't like it very much or is it like like i don't fucking know you play football you're a team player you don't fucking the only way that I think anyone can make the argument for someone not being a team player is if someone gets mad when someone else on their team scores a touchdown because they were also open. I have never yeah. seen that happen in football. So, shut up. about if, if you're that kind of person, just like, enjoy one, enjoy things. Two, like, think about it for any period of time it's bullshit and it sucks and whenever you express that opinion you also suck everything sucks i think we run out of stuff to be mad at yeah yeah i should probably go back to being sad fair i have i have a tub of ice cream i, I think i'm eating yeah do it to it bud um uh, in the meantime, you can follow you can follow my rants and raves, I guess, at Sam Grizzeses on Twitter. That's S A M G R E S Z E S E S E S, and on face or I'm sorry, on Instagram and Twitch at Robots Fighting Dinosaurs. Dave, I'm Jawplay Dave. You can watch my descent on Twitter at Jawplay Dave on Facebook at the Jawplay Comic. On Instagram at DrawPlayDave, and of course on thedrawplay.com forever and ever. Amen. Fuck. Press F to pay See respects. See you next week. Ugh. Fuck! Hey there. 
My name is Sophie Lesnay Redacted. My name is Mara Sunshine. My name is Joe Alias. If you're like us, you love fantasy, sci-fi, and all other forms of fiction. Also, if you're like us, you can't stand that the entirety of those genres get dominated by incredibly boring and interchangeable cis, white, abled, straight, male protagonists. Stories like that just weren't relatable to us. So we started making our own. Come join us at Dungeons and Queers, a podcast where we play tabletop RPGs like D&D and Interstitial, and focus on creating stories with diverse characterization and good representation of marginalized groups. We try to tell serious stories in a lighthearted way, focusing on themes like overcoming loss, finding your true family, and subverting your fascist government at every opportunity. Find Dungeons and Queers wherever you listen to podcasts if you're interested in hearing stories about people like you. Hey Mike, what are you doing? I was just thinking about this idea for a Hook sequel with way more alcoholism and PTSD. Hey, what if we made a sequel to Space Jam, where instead of Michael Jordan playing basketball, they play Quidditch and it's with Daniel Radcliffe? What about a Bug's Life 2, but it's a heist? Or a sequel to Good Burger, where Kel is an heir to an inheritance, and he has a long-lost twin who is also played by Kel Mitchell. Also, Groundhog's Day, what if- Hold on, Madison. Why don't we put these pitches for movies that never got sequels or prequels on our podcast, The Equalizers? Oh, you mean the one we release every Monday on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and all other places podcasts are found? Yeah, that one. Ooh, and maybe sometimes we have some of our writer friends on as well to hear their wild ideas for sequels or prequels. Okay, but can you promise me no sequels with body horror, communist themes, or talk about John C. Riley's penis? I can't, and I won't. Great. Well, my Monday mornings just got pretty fucking weird. All of ours have, Madison. All of ours have. Find the Equalizers podcast everywhere podcasts are found, as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching The Equalizers. That's E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, like in sequel.